One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. John Fetterman and Kamala Harris get in front of microphones, and it goes about how you would expect it. Also, Donald Trump, the most pro-life president of all time, really... Really? All that and much more on this WTF Wednesday edition of Critical Thinking. Good WTF Wednesday to you, Mr. Pat Oni. How are you doing today? Well, it's WTF Wednesday, one of my favorite days of the week. Exactly. Um, so obviously, WTF Wednesday is going to be a little bit of a shorter program, if you will. If you are new, I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. If you are not watching, you can do so over on the Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. You can also download, subscribe, rate, review the podcast wherever you consume this podcast, wherever you have found it for the very first time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are a show that uh, is dedicated to critical thinking, so much so that we are the number one critical thinking podcast in the world. This is according to independent rating reviews. So, uh, yeah, folks, you are tuned in to people who really critically think. And you're about to see why, because uh, lest you think that um, everything is is left-wing crazy, you're going to see that it's both sides. There are no sacred cows here. And before we get into the crux of the matter, Pat, I found it hilarious. So yesterday on the show, what did we talk about with the Durham report, right? We basically laid out a plan that said, do something, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And it's not, and so far, it's just not worth the toilet paper that you wipe your ass with. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so has Congress uh, said that they're going to do anything with this Durham report? Has anybody been indicted? Has any intrepid FBI officer arrested anybody for actual crimes? Has the DOJ decided to, you know what? We're going to indict those who literally made up 
uh, an entire story, duped us into an investigation. You would think with all the egg that should be on the face of the FBI, I don't know, something would have happened, right? You would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Has any of that happened? No. Hmm. Are you surprised? No, I'm not. Okay. Just, but I want to further this, do something. What are you willing to do? Because I got a lot of people on my timelines, Pat, talking a lot of junk about um, how, oh, yeah, you just sit behind a microphone. I'm actually doing something by doing that, right? I'm actually saying to you, the American people, it is up to us. What more do you need to see? For you to understand the simple fact that your political will must be done and what you are telling us and what we have seen over the last five years is this increasing talk of what? Civil war, right? This increasing talk of red state, blue state, go to your corners, and then what? The part of me, as I sit here, right? Take a look at this nice skinny arm, right? This... uh, you know, um, still recovering from knee surgery individual. Does that look like I want to fight a violent civil war? Um, it looks like you would die a very fiery death in a civil war. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Just- so I, I want to be very clear on this. There are two choices that are in front of us, right, Pat? Uh-huh. That one. I ain't about it. But if we don't choose the other path, that path is our destiny. I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how, but that is the only destiny. Because folks, as we said yesterday, if there's no political will, if we are literally a country in which one political side of the aisle is willing to do whatever it takes to win an election. And by whatever it takes, I mean literally making a story up, not just to discredit your opponent, but to suggest that the opponent is treasonous. Okay? These are the things that you read in a Jack Carr novel, in a Tom Clancy novel. When you see... Um, Jack Ryan, right? As they're going around the world attempting to put people into one position of power or the other, right? This is literally banana republic bullshit where we are attempting to use the, not we, but one political side of the aisle is now here in America proven to have attempted to paint the opponent not just as a corrupt individual, as somebody who is morally abhorrent, which, by the way, Donald Trump is both of those things. He is corrupt and he is morally abhorrent. But that, if that's the choice between that and I'm going to suggest that my opponent is a treasonous bastard, but I didn't just make up the claim 
I didn't just make up the evidence of the claim. I got all of the bureaucratic levers of power to do what with that claim, Pat? Investigate it. To give it legitimacy, I duped the courts. I duped not just one, but two branches of government now. And then when I couldn't overcome because I didn't have enough time and and Comey wasn't totally with me because he also then decided to go, oh, shoot, what if I should probably cover my tracks, right? So I'm going to I'm going to suggest that uh, Hillary Clinton's server is a big deal, right? Like 15 days outside of an election. Okay. Then spend three out of the four years of somebody's presidency investigating, impeaching once, impeaching twice, attempting every political mechanism humanly possible to obtain total control. And by the way, they would have continued down that path in his lame duck year too, had it not been for COVID-19. I want you to understand the picture that is in front of you. This is an operation in which every level of the government, by the way, we assumed this, right, Pat? We all assumed that this was true. We now definitively have every level of proof from a 2019 investigative IG report to a special counsel report. Not a single person has paid a single price for this. And why? It has nothing, nothing to do with not electing enough Republicans to office. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with you out there, we here, and others unwilling to do anything about it. But to those who are bitching and pissing and moaning, on Twitter, those who, ooh, it's real big talk behind the microphone. Guess what? I'm still, I'm involved in my community. I'm literally at the ground level involved in my community. I'm involved in my precinct. I'm involved in my ward. What are you doing to attempt to get us back from the brink? What are you actually willing to do Instead of sit there and tweet at me, tweet at Steve Dace, send your emails, you know, go after Pat Oni show, go after me, go after. I mean, it's just asinine. Austin Peterson gets it too. I mean, I see it all the time. We are doing something every single day. And if we are unwilling to make change, if we are unwilling to legislate, to do the things that we need to do to fix the problems that we have, the only answer is the other path. And I want no part of it. So as I look at everybody that's adding me, everybody that's interacting with other shows, folks, do you understand what time it is? Do you understand what you are up against? And so if you're going to at me, if you're going to email people, if you're going to go at this this way, what the hell are you doing about it? What are you 
doing. Whoa, Donald Trump. Or rah, Ron DeSantis. How'd that work out for you in 2016? How'd that work out for you in 2020? What the election was stolen? Yeah. What the hell did you do about it? You did nothing. There's not a single person in this country who paid for 2,000 meals, right? There's not a single person in Wisconsin. Oh, I take that back. There's one county assistant clerk that paid a price with their job. Did we pay a price with Tony Evers? Did you kick out Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan? Did you do anything at all? So spare me your ads. Spare me the emails. Do something about it. Get involved in your damn community instead of sitting behind a keyboard. Both Pat and I are involved. We sit behind this microphone letting you know we're involved. Because if you don't do anything, this is how this happens. And they're just going to continue until you are 100% subjugated under the 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 guise of socialism and you can't do a damn thing about it going forward let's hold these people accountable let's make sure they understand we're watching you ain't getting away with this and if you try it there's severe consequences for it none of these people should be working anywhere in government they shouldn't be working in the private sector they should be stuck in a hole in the ground and never allowed to come back out. All of them. For Christ's sake, Pat, we just saw a a book title yesterday. I, I just saw this. There's a book about Hillary Clinton and God's plan. What in the hell are we talking about? Somebody literally paid an author in advance to write a book about Hillary Clinton and her Christianity? Are you shitting me? And people are going to buy that. People are going to eat it up as if that's even remotely true. All right. So all of that ranting and raving out of the way, Pat, it is time for us to get into uh, WTF Wednesday. All right. With that uh, spiffy, wonderful, upbeat note, um, where do you want to start on a WTF Wednesday, Pat? Well, you know, since you started with the whole ads on Twitter thing and uh-huh, the uh-huh. Durham report and all that fun stuff, can we can we start with Jonah Goldberg? Oh, Jonah, I wrote the book on liberal fascism, Goldberg. Uh, yes, that that Jonah Goldberg, and, and, and then have have uh, decided to literally um, do everything I say don't do in that book. That that Jonah Goldberg? Yeah, yeah, yes, that Jonah Goldberg. Oh, you mean the one who told us <clears throat> a whole bunch of tiresome pests are going nuts over a clip of me in 2017 saying I'll take Comey's word over Trump's 10 times out of 10. I agree that Comey looks much worse now than back then, but I think I was justified in saying it then, given what was known and given that the issue was Trump's credibility versus Comey's. And frankly, Trump is still more dishonest than Comey, even if you consider Comey a deeply dishonest person, which I pretty much do. I'm just putting it this here because I think all of the dunking is stupid. 
in bad faith, not worth individual responses, and works on the mullish attempt uh, assumption that if you can prove Comey was a bad guy, that makes Trump a good guy. He's not. There is still no definition of good character he can clear the hurdle on. Trump invited virtually all of his legal, political, and financial problems on himself, including to a large part the FBI collusion probe, which, by the way, resulted in a lot more criminal convictions than Durham's probe did. Um, thoughts on this, Pat? Well, look, we're, we're, we're no fanboys of uh, Donald Trump, right? We're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're certainly uh, not fanboys of uh, James Comey either. <laughs> no. Uh, to compare the two would be, I don't know, it seems kind of idiotic to me. Uh, I mean, you're basically, you know, pot calling kettle black in many, many respects here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, I guess my, my ultimate point on this is, because General Goldberg is basically just kind of whining in this post, in my opinion. Is there more of a disappointing voice in conservatism today than General Goldberg? He's in the top three, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I yeah, it's hard. I, I think Tara Setmir is another one. The old yeah, host yeah. on the blaze. I think she is up there because she is literally just be, not even become a member of the Lincoln project. She is literally just touting democratic talking points yeah, at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, um, I think that's and, like and that's thing. shocking to me mm-hmm. for somebody who was quote unquote, so died in the wool. And then, well, I'm guessing David French would be the other. Yeah. But, David French and Jonah Goldberg and Tara Setmayer. Um, yeah. All three of those are absolute disappointments to real conservatism. The other point of this, Pat, that I don't understand, you want to talk about dunking being stupid? The -hmm. attempt at the very end of that tweet to dunk on Donald Trump and uh, see they got more convictions out of the FBI collusion probe than the Durham report. I don't think that's the, the dunk that you think it is. Because I am pretty sure that then all of those convictions, and here's the question that I have, Pat. If I'm a lawyer, right, and I know that all of the evidence that they used against my my um, client in court, other than maybe one or two pieces of it, was a complete fabrication, was absolute fiction, was not even true, the entire basis for them looking at my client, period, amen, was an absolute fabrication that they abused and misused warrant powers, right? They abused the Fourth Amendment rights of my client and the Fifth Amendment rights of my client. Do I not go back and um, try to get my client's uh, convictions expunged? Do I not try to uh, get them out of out of jail, prison, whatever, if they're still there, if any of them are? Yeah. Okay. And then furthermore, um, you are dunking based off of literally those fabrications. <laughs> See that that fabricated story, and, and James Comey is equally as dishonest or somewhat less dishonest, but still very dishonest. And uh, the FBI lied about all of these things, but they got the convictions in the end. Isn't that the fucking problem? Here's what I, I, I've also never understood, and this is kind of going back 
to the never Trump movement, right? And uh-huh. and why is it that people like Jonah Goldberg so desperately want or need Donald Trump to be guilty of Russia collusion? Why is that? Yeah, I don't understand it. I really don't it, understand that obsession with shouldn't I what I really don't understand in Jonah Goldberg's part is shouldn't this be the warning sign, the big, you know, um big red triangle with the uh, exclamation point in the middle of it. Warning, warning, warning. Hey, they literally trumped up, pun intended and unintended, a bunch of information in an attempt to steer an election and then spent three years after they couldn't win that election using the same information in an attempt to remove this person from office. They literally used a lie. I, I don't understand how somebody I mean, can be of the conservative ilk and go, this is a thing that, oh, by the way, it was bad that this happened. But hey, at least they got the bad guys, right? No, James Comey is a terrible guy in this story. Also, yeah. Donald Trump can be a bad moral individual and not be the terrible guy in this story and also not be a good guy. Right. So, so what are you saying to me, Jonah Goldberg? Here's the other thing. What are you saying to me? That people who might have character flaws that might be morally bad people are not deserving of, of the truth? They, they should be subjugated to this because they're morally not great people? What well, the it- hell kind of a lesson is that? And, and and furthermore, why would you why would you want actively root for someone to be guilty? Like like, for example, let's just take Joe Biden for example. Do you really want him to be guilty of of you know colluding with China? No, and I just want the, the truth. Ukraine? Right, want you the want truth. the truth, but you don't you don't just want him to be guilty. You want the truth to come out, and you hope you hope that he's vindicated. That's what you should hope for. You would hope for that for anybody that's leading this country, that they are actually doing what is right and noble. But if they aren't, we deserve the truth. That's the point. I'm I'm not actively rooting for one way or the other of someone trying to be this guilty, evil, maniacal person. Yeah, no, I I agree. 100%. Now, before we get any further, Pat, um, into WTF Wednesday. Do not forget, folks, visit our fine sponsors over at coffeebrandcoffee.com where you get fresh roasted, whether whole bean or ground up coffee, your direction. There's still the bourbon flavor. Um, They have a strawberry cream flavor, which I guess for summer might be really entertaining. Um, I'm going to try to pick some of that up in in the next uh, batch that we get here at the Coppins household. Uh, But you can go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKING for checkout at for 5% off of your purchase today. Again, coffeebrandcoffee.com, critical thinking promo code at checkout, 5% off of your purchase. Coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking. All right. Um, so you, you mentioned Donald Trump and, and Jonah Goldberg's obsession with Donald Trump. I, I want to yeah. know what Donald Trump's obsession is with uh, shooting himself in the foot continuously when it comes to. Um, what is a real primary that's happening? This isn't fake. This is really going to happen, Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, 
Um, Pat, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. So this this comes from Fox News. Uh, Trump uh, hits DeSantis on abortion, suggests six-week abortion limit is too harsh. He has done what he has to do, Trump said, when asked about Florida's abortion rules. If you look at what DeSantis did, a lot of people don't even know if he knew what he was doing. But he signed, he signed six weeks, and many people within the pro-life movement feel that that was too harsh. Y- yes, Andrew Coppins, uh, you you have a comment here. Too harsh, pro many in the pro-life movement. I I don't know very many yeah. in the pro-life movement that are not. Life begins at conception. Now, yeah. I know that the quote-unquote majority opinion of the polling, but that's not polling of just pro-lifers. That's polling of the general public. Right. Those right. are two different things. But, but, more, but Andrew, more importantly, too harsh? Too harsh. But, but Andrew, the, he's... The saving he's, of life is too harsh? But... But, Andrew, Donald Trump is the most pro-life president in American history. <laughs> Bullshit. Now, he gave but, us three. So here's here's what people need to understand, okay? Donald Trump was pro-abortion until about two seconds before he walked down the stairs infamously at uh, the Trump Tower in New York to give his speech announcing that he was going to become, uh, wanting to become the president of the United States of America, right? He, he only moved to the quote-unquote pro-life position because of political expediency, and more importantly, he only put in those three justices that were going to Look at Roe versus Wade the way that he wants or his base wants it to be looked at. Because it was politically expedient to do so. Because within that very article, Pat, within that interview, by the way, this isn't Fox News taking a um, taking some statement from Donald Trump and and whatever. No, this is an actual interview that was done by somebody else. And those are his actual words, by the way. And we see Team team MAGA Forever right now all over uh, social media trying to distance Trump from these statements. I was taken out of context and, and, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And that's not really what he meant. How? How is this a misleading quote? This is literally what he said in the interview. It is word for word. That is why there's quotation marks around it. He goes on to, to as they were pressed in this interview, I think it was by the messenger, right, Pat? But he goes on as they press him on what his position is. <coughs> and he basically punts it, right? Um, I believe his actual position on this issue is something along the lines of um, I'm looking at all options when asked about whether he would support restrictions on abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Trump replied, I'm looking at all options. Here's the problem with there's two problems with that response. Number one, what the hell are you talking about? If you are actually pro-life, it's very simple. This is my belief. And then the second part 
I am pro-life and I, I will advocate for that position. And then secondly, the Supreme Court has decided that this is a state's rights issue. And I will use my pulpit, my bully pulpit as the president of the United States to advocate for each and every state to do as much as they can to become pro-life. Well, How hard you, is that? Here's the thing. When you say that you're looking at all options, that's translation for I'm looking at for whatever the most politically expedient Exactly. Way of going for things I mean, is. I mean, wet the finger and put it in the air and see which way right. the wind is blowing today. Except for 10 years ago, by the way, you know, it was it was blowing a different direction. That's why the answer, again, is the Supreme Court told us the Supreme Court ruled in Jackson versus Mississippi, right? Mm-hmm. They ruled that this is a state's rights issue, that this is at a state level. Therefore, as a federal official, I, I cannot get involved. But what I will say is I am unequivocally pro-life. And if people ask me to come and advocate for that position, I will. The instinct here is always to do what? Find a way to make himself uh, as malleable as possible to whatever position is as popular as possible, whether that's within the right or within the general population. You see, he's looking at the general election. This is part and parcel of this triangulation. I'm looking at the general election. Hey, buddy, there's a primary you have to win first. And first and foremost, that ain't a pro-life position in any way, shape, or damn form. That's you saying, I don't quite know what I really believe on this. How's that worked out? How many of those politicians have burned the pro-life movement? How many uh, people in, quote unquote, big baby, right? This is not a pro-life position in any way, shape, or form. This is stupid. Like, I mean, you're, you're literally just cocking the gun and shooting yourself in the foot. Over and over and over again until you just shoot your foot off. I I just, what the hell? How hard is it to just shut up and say, I congratulate Ron DeSantis for uh, putting in action what I began, right? I laid the groundwork so that these states can do the very pro-life things that they are doing. Stand up and say, hey, here, here's what I accomplished. And guess what? I am proud of those who followed in my footsteps and shut up. He, he, he's too brass and he's too threatened by Ron DeSantis to do that, though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. His ego can't stand it. Mm. And look, I have said this a long time. If you are running on a presidential level, if you are running for office as a state senator, right, a a senator from the state of whatever, right, or you're running for Congress, right, your ego is huge anyway. You have a huge ego. Everybody does. There's a difference between having an ego and being an arrogant prick. And the difference is this. Yeah. The, the difference is if you have an ego, you have confidence in yourself. And no matter what other people are doing, none of it will bother you. If you are an arrogant prick, this is the response you get. 
There, nothing wrong with an ego. I'm pretty sure I have one, Pat, and I'm pretty sure you've got one. We're sitting behind microphones every single day talking to the American people. Yep. You don't do that without confidence or, <clears throat> quote, unquote, an ego. Yep. And, oh, by the way, we don't take positions without us thinking through the positions and believing that those positions are correct. And, and an alteration of that viewpoint down the road is not, well, you, you know, uh, chalk one up to you being wrong. Being, changing a position or looking at evidence is not a sign of weakness, right? That's a sign of strength. But there's a difference between that and whichever way the wind is now blowing because I see some poles out there. No, that's not a position of strength. That's not changing a position based off of new information. That is literally I'm going to do whatever whomever tells me to do. Dumb. All right. With that, Pat, speaking of dumb, <clears throat> I got to go uh, call a quick audible here because um, today is supposed to be the day in which um, Illinois' uh, school choice program, quote unquote, constitutionally sunsets. It's very unlikely that it will because we're still in the middle of a school year, right? Here in the great state of Illinois. Uh-huh. <clears throat> this is the position of the Chicago Teachers Union who just had their puppet, I mean, uh, uh, top campaign, to, I mean, um, one of their, oh, I mean, um, totally independent uh, Brandon Johnson, uh, who used to be a, a not just card-carrying member, but a member of the uh, um, executive level of the Chicago Teachers Union, uh, get into office. This is their uh, situation. Public funds should be for public schools that serve all children. It must be, quote unquote, game over for Illinois' voucher program. The Invest in Kids Act must sunset as intended by the Illinois General Assembly after this school year. Join the movement. Tell your legislator Illinois' voucher program must end. Am I surprised by this? No. I'm not surprised that they're going to advocate for this position. But Pat. Would we or would we not have a voucher program? Would we have a need for people to to take their education dollars and do with what they will? If, I don't know, you actually taught these kids how to read, write, uh, do arithmetic at, like, I don't know, their own grade level? Like, if we were seeing positive results instead of people fleeing your failing schools, would we have a need for this? And, oh, by the way... Yeah. You have increased the per pupil spend in the last decade by over 100%, and we still get shittier results. And oh, by the way, 95% of that spend is on you, the teacher, the administrator, the, the Chicago Teachers Union salary. But, 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 Andrew, um, if another pandemic hits, you know, we need to be able to take vacations to Puerto Rico. F you, F you. F you <laughs> stick Randy Weingarten right up your candy ass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. What? I mean, I get the position, right? Because as a union, right? As a union, you wouldn't want the voucher program because why? Because your power goes away. Right. And they've, right. they, they are high on that power horse right now because their boy, Brandon Johnson 
do do we're celebrating up in the fifth floor of city hall because uh, <laughs> our boy the we took our puppet and placed him right into the mayor's office and oh by the way um we got all of the west side and south side black folk voting for us despite the fact that we just pulled the wool over their eyes so what does that tell these people they can continue to do it this is what you're up against in, in Illinois and in other states too, by the way, even in a state like Utah, Pat, you're up against this because the, the teachers union has exacted so much power. They've taken, there's a reason why it's called local one folks. This is the first one. They have taken the blueprint that has worked here and attempted to put it all across the country. It's the same blueprint. They're demanding the same things. There are literally teachers. I think in, I forgot what, weird rural school district that are doing this blueprint. They are, uh, they are on strike during the middle of the school year, not for contractual issues, but pushing for climate justice and all this other shit. Who does that have to do with the classroom? Your wages, your benefits it has nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing. We talk about political will. Our mayor didn't have the political will to say, F you, this is an illegal strike. We're taking your ass to court. Didn't have that. You know, we didn't have the power as citizens to necessarily do that either because it would have taken gobs and gobs of money unless we would have had a high profile individual step in and, and fund that. So you have to pay attention. You have to understand what's in front of you and be in the fight. Whether you have kids that are actually in public schools or out of public schools, if you own any property, folks, you are on the hook for that public education. Your property tax dollars, wherever you live, are going to pay for that education. Period, point blank, whether that's on a city level, a county level, a state level. One way or the other, your property taxes are being used, some version of them, to pay for this. So you have skin in the game just as a parent who might be in Section 8 housing, right? Or the renter who has kids. They've got skin in that game. So do you. All right. With that out of the way, because I, I, I just can't. I, the power trip these people are on. What the hell? You should be advocating for kids getting a proper education. Oh, wait. You have so utterly failed to do that that you can't say it with a straight face anymore. I, I, I cannot even with these people. Speaking of I can't even. Um, if, if you had to pick whom you would torture somebody with, Pat, and just play somebody's voice on repeat. Kamala Harris or John Fetterman? Mm, Kamala Harris. And most recently, they even want to eliminate classes that teach, quote, gender ideology. Well, so what are we talking about here? Classes that teach women's history? Women's equality? The study of the fact that there are still only 25 women in the United States Senate in a body of 100? 
Um, there's a difference between teaching real women's history and gender ideology, which is antithetical to two genders, you dip shit. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, by the way, if you kind of just like watch her and how she says things in this, do you think she believes a word she's saying or is this just political expediency? Oh, she's the she is absolutely the worst. There, there, she just drips in authenticity. Just there's not an authentic thought in her head. Oh, and then and then <laughs> my mom would say to me, what do you think? I fell out of the coconut tree yesterday. <laughs> Crickets. Do you see that one over the weekend too, Pat? I, I, I didn't, but I don't know that I want to now. Oh, yeah, yeah. She. Oh, my God. Go look it up. It's Tara Horrible in the words of Charles Barkley. Speaking of Tara Horrible, oh, um, I'm just going to ask you to think about it and translate. Is, is it staggering? Is it a staggering response responsibility that, uh, that, that the head of a bank could literally could literally crash our economy? It's astonishing. That's like if you have I mean, like uh, and, and they also realize is that 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 now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no matter by, by how you know so it's it's you know isn't it appropriate that the those kinds of the, this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing at no point in that incoherent insane rambling was there a question or a point? We're all dumber for having listened to you. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. You know what the, you, do you know what the sad part is about all of that? My mind went literally to the same quote. <laughs> I mean... Oh, are you freaking kidding me? You found that again? <laughs> are you freaking kidding me right now? What I'm talking about. How about those well, two? <laughs> the second one's better, but yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you went back and, and found that again. <laughs> you don't think I have that loaded up on my uh, sound effects? Pad? Well, did you lose it at one point? That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you lost it. <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, I, what is the translate? What the hell is he taught attempting to act? Like if, if I were on that dais, right? What is my response? Um, the, the, Senator the Fetterman, I, I honestly don't know what you're asking me, so I can't answer your question. The, the and then is he going to restate it? I certainly hope not. The only thing that, that we know from this is that it has something to do with the Silicon Valley Bank. That, that That's all we know. Beyond that, I don't know what his question is. I think he was attempting to ask at what point do we end the bailouts of these banks and let them fail? Because I think that's his point, but I, I, but I, don't, I can't say that for absolute certainty. Congratulations to Pennsylvania. You win the award for the stupidest, the dumbest, the most insane electorate of all time. And also, if you are Dr. Mehmet Oz, 
Holy bleep. Are you the most unlikable individual to ever run for office? You lost to this guy. You, you got your ass handed to you by this guy. You lost to a freaking vegetable, bro. With Donald Trump's very enthusiastic and helpful endorsement, too, by the way. You know, it's it's really convenient that uh, Donald Trump, by the way, has been touting all the endorsements that that uh, he handed out in the 2022 election cycle. It was like something like 233 out of the 250 something that won. Right, Pat? Mm-hmm. Of those that lost, how many of them were in the key states that needed to win? All of them. Literally all 30 or 20 some odd that you lost were the ones that effing mattered. Congratulations. You got that, that dog catcher endorsement that won in Timbuktu, Alabama. Let's talk about Carrie Lake. Let's talk about John, uh, Mehmet Oz, Doug Mastriano. Let's talk about your stupid, uh, uh, New Hampshire endorsement, right? That lost the governorship up there. Let's talk about, um, you know, other than J.D. Vance, who else did you get to win a Senate seat? You endorsed uh, Tim Michaels in Wisconsin, right? How'd that work out for you? Tudor Dixon, you were on her bandwagon forever in Michigan. Oopsies. Now, I think she's actually a rising star, and um, I think she's going to be a media star on the right. Because she is an authentic individual. But the problem is that that endorsement of Donald Trump really hurt her. Can we can we talk about that? What the hell are we doing here? Mm. All right. So with that being said, Pat, um, I feel dumber for having to have listened to both Kamala Harris and John Fetterman back to back. I apologize. This will never happen again to our audience. Until the next time we need to do Until it happens again. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. Be more forgiving than Jonah Goldberg. Be more honorable than Donald Trump. Be smarter than John Fetterman and more authentic than Kamala Harris. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And if you are in a situation in which uh, you are struggling for meals, let us know. Let us pray. Let us find ways to give you charity. And there's nothing wrong with asking for a helping hand. As always, Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.